Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Attention Strictly Hoop Talk and Strictly Hip Hop listeners. Fans, you know I've been talking about this clothing line forever, but Anti-Forever USA is where you need to be to get dope clothes, man. I'm telling you, I just got a hoodie in the mail today. It is awesome. It is one of their premium uh, hoodies, and they have they have so much more, though, than hoodies. They have beanies. They have hats. They have long sleeves. They have t-shirts. They have everything, and they got more stuff coming soon. I was just told that they have more stuff coming soon. So, fans, go to Anti-Forever USA today, and remember to use the special co- promo code PLATTY to get 10% off your purchase. That's P-L-A-T-T-E, and make sure you know that the P is capital. The link will be in the description of the podcast. Shop Anti-Forever USA today, antiforeverusa.com. Welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop, episode, I believe, 37. I'm not entirely sure, but joining me for the first time, I got a new guest, longtime friend. We go way back to my high school days, Alex Jacobson. Alex, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Shout out the TV broadcast family at Pancow. That was some great times. So um, now we've caught up a little bit before the podcast and everything. We're here to talk Lil Yachty, Teenage Emotions, album review. So... Um, first I'll give some background information and then we'll kind of jump into our initial expectations, do some track by track stuff, uh, pick some tracks that we think are interesting to talk about and then we'll give our overall thoughts, favorite tracks and close it out. So first off, this is Yachty's debut follow up to his little boat mixtape that actually was pretty well received commercially as far as, and, and critically, um, it, it had hits like Minnesota and, um, I'm blanking on the other hit he had on that on that record too. Was it Broccoli? No, Broccoli was off of Drum's project. That oh, was his okay. um that was his mega hit. That was his uh his his mega hit. Um so anyways, his first week sales are not final at this point, but they're expected to be around one ten to hundred and thirty K, uh, which is pretty nice uh pretty nice uh sale. And then also forty to fifty K though, only so less than half of his album album sales are legit album sales, which you know shows you that the era of streaming, and and I think that's a good indicator. I'm glad that they track both because it shows really how engaged core the core fan base is. Because there are a lot of artists um, that just have high volume first week sales, but they have a low um, album pure album sale, which is, means somebody actually bought it, whether it's digitally or or physically. Uh, and so I think that's a good way to measure like fan base and, and as far as like how much people are anticipating like like Drake had um, he had only 35 to 40 percent of his first week sales were were pure album sales and you know there's guys like Kendrick who it was over 60 percent of his first week sales was was pure album sales so it's like a good way to measure fan base logic um, the numbers were the numbers were pretty damn close between streaming and, and album sales. I mean, he has a strong fan base, you know, so um, the Rat Pack and everything. So I think it's a good way to measure uh, measure how fans think. And also on Metacritic, uh, it received a score of 69 by the publications. Again, Metacritic is a place that aggregates all the, all the professional reviews and combines them and makes them into one score. And so um, his average score is a 69 out of 100, which is... Actually, not terrible. 
Um, we've seen we've seen a lot worse, um, surprisingly a lot worse. So about about a 65 is I would say I would say average. So they're ranking it overall. It's received as an above average album. But anyways, now with the background information out of the way, let's jump into the album. So give me your initial expectation before listening to the album. All right. So uh, Yachty, yeah, uh, not a huge fan. I don't think he's very talented. Uh, I don't think his music is very good. <laughs> I didn't expect a lot. I really didn't expect anything, to be completely honest. Um, it uh, it kind of held up to what I thought. Right. <laughs> it was pretty awful. Uh, I've never wanted to skip every track on an album as much as I did on this one. <laughs> but, you know, I did it for you, man. I did it for you. I appreciate so. <laughs> it, man. I appreciate the love. Um, I appreciate it. I know, I know this wasn't easy for you. So... Yeah, my initial expectation coming in is I think I'm a little bit higher on Yachty. I To me, I mean, look, I'm 21, and I, as much as I like to think I have my life together, I really don't know what the future holds. And, you know, so he's a 19-year-old kid. He rose into superstardom. So I'm kind of like, I'll, I'll check I'll check for his stuff because, you know, I think, well, well, I don't choose to listen to it in my free time. There are a few tracks I like by him. I do like Broccoli. I do like um, from the D today with T Grizzly. Uh, that that's a that's a dope that's a dope track. Um, that's one of I think the best Lil Yachty verses I've ever heard lyrically. Uh, and so I, I'm I'm a relative fan of him. I'm not checking I'm not checking for him all the time. But when when he drops something, I'll I'll give it a listen and I'll give it a shot. And I I have more of a long term view of Yachty. I think I think he's 19. He's figuring it out. And so I think that. As he grows his music, as he grows and matures himself, I think his music will. So, coming into this album, I was kind of excited because I wanted to see what he was going to do, and the complex show that we talked about before, Everyday Struggle, before we got on air, um, he was on there. He was the first rapper to be interviewed on there, and when he came on, he started talking this a few weeks before the album. He said, you know, that um, he had the controversial album cover. Uh, with with what what would be quoted as outcasts in teenage society, and so it was a very interesting interesting um, concept. And I thought that, you know, I I didn't expect Yachty to deliver a full concept on an album, but the concept intrigued me because Yachty said, you know, I am the outcast of hip hop, and I I feel where he's coming from. He's definitely an outcast for hip hop. So I was I was intrigued to see how he would follow that and you know just how self aware he would be and how he would represent the people in the picture um, in the album cover. So um, that was something I was looking forward to diving into this album. So I was actually I was actually uh, pretty excited for it, but um, I'll save my thoughts for later as far as the whole album goes. So I'll let you, sh- I'll let you kick it off. You're the guest. Pick, uh, pick whichever track you want to talk about first off this album. Okay, uh, let's see. I will go with uh, Better okay. as my first pick. Um, I, I chose Better as one to talk about mainly because the entire album kind of had a similar feel going, and then Better kicks on, and it's a completely different sound. Yeah, you know, you got the the actual. It might might not have been actual instruments, but it at least sounded like it was real instruments. Uh, it had a whole almost island vibe. Yeah, and, Caribbean. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was just totally different. And uh, on top of that, at least for me, was one of the songs that I didn't initially want to skip right off the bat. Uh, yeah. I really dug the sound. Um, it was, you know, it was a relationship track. It was really catchy. Uh, the feature was actually was really great. I really enjoyed, um, really enjoyed the feature on that. But I would say that that is definitely one of the best tracks on the album. Um, you know, my opinion is not very high of it, so you know, it's still not that amazing of a song. But I definitely liked it better than most of the uh, most yeah, of the rest of the album. Yeah, it stuck out. It's about nine tracks in, so it kind of jolted you and kind of woke yeah, you up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because. Because going through it, you know, like I got maybe four tracks in before I was like, man, I'm tired of this album. And, you know, I, I kept going through it and I kept going through it and I stumbled on this one. And I'm like, okay, all right, you know, actually this might be a redeeming track for him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, before I continue, I do, you know, I, I respect hip-hop in all of its areas. Like, uh, you know, Kendrick is, is Kendrick and you can't even really compare the two. They're on completely different levels as far as music goes. And they're in completely different, almost genres to yeah. me. Like you can't compare, you know, someone like Kendrick or Cole to Yachty because they don't even do the same thing. Yeah. So, I I like to try and listen to music for what it's worth, 
Yeah. You know, so like I have an appreciation for Future, even though he may not be the most lyricist, uh, most <laughs> lyrical, yeah, or uh, or anything like that. His goal is to make you know club songs and things that make you want to move, and uh, and feel badass and such. So, <laughs> basically, um, I don't know what to categorize Yachty in. Maybe that's why I have a problem with him because I don't know what his goal is, and I don't know if he knows what his goal is. Like you said, he's a 19 year old kid. Yeah. But uh, you know, back to this track. Uh, I liked the sound. I, th- I think it almost fit him in a in a weird way, and uh, I just I appreciated how different it was compared to the rest of the album. Yeah. See. Okay. So I think I think we're kind of opposite on this. So um, this song this song to me sounded kind of watered down and basic. Like um, you know the production is nice. Like it it is it creates a um, it creates a you know a vibe like you said you know an island ca- Caribbean vibe, uh, but to me. Yachty's vocals, it's not smooth to me, it's sleepy. Like, that's that's how I would describe it. And, you know, I kept thinking, every time I listened to this, I kept thinking, man, I would love to hear Young Thug on this. He would just bring some energy uh, to this track, and, you know, he he's just been on a tear. He's been one of the guys that I've really flipped on in the last year. I went from hating Young Thug to really, really liking Young Thug a lot, and um, I, think, I think he's really coming into his own. But to stick with the Yachty review, yeah, I just, I think that this song just didn't didn't really catch me. It, it it's not it's not my pocket it's not my pocket of hip hop. Um, so to to be fair to be fair I'll I'll disclaim I'll put that as a disclaimer. But yeah, I wasn't really checking for a song. I wasn't I wasn't really excited. But you know you're right. I mean when you're listening to this album, it's about nine tracks in, and it is kind of like a like a, a pace change up, and it it's total and it's a total uh, switch up from what he's doing. You know it's not anywhere near a dn freestyle or you know uh, some of these other tracks that we're going to talk about right and so so I, I like that you brought it up because it is a different pocket and that's one of the themes that i take away from this album is that yadi is trying a lot of different pockets he's trying to figure out what what he wants to do and where he wants to go and so um you know i'm not mad at it especially this being his debut album you know that gives you that gives you a right to be experimental to do your thing and try and figure out where you fit so again i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bash this track too much but i'm just gonna say that i don't rock with it and i probably after the review is done and i'm and i don't have to listen to the album anymore i'm probably not gonna listen to this song um too often if at all yeah i I agree um yeah i mentioned it a few times already but this is not an album I'll ever put on again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but if, if someone, you know, like put a gun to my head and said, pick a song that you have to listen to off this album, it uh, this one has potential. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so let me follow up with that, um, with one of my tracks that I think kind of ties in with that. It's the, it's the uh, Caribbean realm as well, and that's Say My Name. And, you know, my thought was, of course, Yachty's going to try and dip into this realm, but I was surprised he didn't go full on dance hall with this um, with this sound. Not particularly this track, but in general throughout the whole album. Um, like I said, there's a lot of songs in a lot of realms that he tried to fit and tried to um, tried to figure out and you know see which ones worked for him and stuff. Some did, some didn't, and I'm surprised he didn't try the dance hall with how popular that is. I mean, Drake has just made that a thing now, and. I'm surprised that Yachty, uh, I was surprised that Yachty didn't try that. But for this one, anyways, as far as this song goes, um, I don't, I don't like it. Um, it did, it did kind of offer a switch up, a change of pace, like Better did. And um, again, these are really the only two songs I would classify as in that uh, Caribbean realm of of hip hop. But I hated, uh, I hated the cadence of the second verse so much on this song. And honestly, I. I bring this song up, and I hate to start on a negative note, but the way you brought up better, I felt that it would tie in, and um, I I just I didn't like this song. What were your thoughts on this song? Oh man, right off the bat, I definitely was not feeling it. Um, the the other one note that I wrote down, it makes me laugh looking back at it again. He has this line where he says he uh, he got a blessing slap, <laughs> and I it just I actually sat back and paused it and was like, really, okay. <laughs> Cool. And I had to go back and, and listen to it again. But uh, this one, like uh, like a lot of the other tracks on this album, uh, I was kind of confused on what he was trying to say. And, you know, again, he's a 19-year-old kid, and this yeah. is his debut album, so I don't know if he even knows what he's talking about yet. But it, 
it was just it was weird it was yeah. very strange like the the chorus didn't really even tie in with the rest of the song it just kind of existed on its own yeah and uh i just i i tried to picture this song at a concert because <laughs> like he's he's you know say my name say my name and yeah and i'm just picturing the crowd trying to yell lil yachty at these parts where he's saying say my name or something like i don't maybe i'm d- d- uh, digging into it too much but it like it just didn't even make sense yeah where people would even maybe possibly say his name or maybe he's yeah. just saying it. i don't know but it yeah. it just was all over the place to me i didn't get it and it didn't click with me at and, all and just the environment of where you listen to this record in general like you said i don't think this fits as like a concert song i don't think this fits as i don't even think this fits as like a chill song which i think is what it's meant to be right. but uh to me personally i mean you know everybody has different tastes that's why i have a podcast and i'm not the only hip-hop podcast yeah right right you know so um, of course, everybody has different tastes, but to me, I don't even know what kind of context you listen to the song in. That's a know? good point. That's that's a really good point because I couldn't. Well, for a lot of this album, including, but especially this track, I didn't know where to place it. I didn't know where I yeah. would want to put this song on. It's not something you'd bump in the car. Yeah, it's not something like like you said that I would chill and listen to. I can't picture it at a concert. It just kind of exists in this void. Yeah, so, and, and and you're left trying to figure out where where it fits. So. Right. Um, and, and I think you're right. That kind of sums up a lot of the album. But I'll let you jump into the next the next track you want to talk about. So go ahead and pick whatever track you'd like to gotcha, talk about next. Gotcha. All right, let's see. Um, let's do uh, let's do all around me. Okay. And uh, this track, for me, I listened to it on SoundCloud. It was one of the first tracks. I think it's track two on there. Um, what I got from this song, and uh, and kind of from his whole vibe, is it's the embodiment of like shitty millennial philosophy (laughs) where it's like i don't give a you know like i don't give a shit i'm just gonna spend money on dumb shit and all i care about is getting money you know like the whole theme of this song like many other rap songs that are popular today uh it's you know bitches money drugs drinks you know i'm I'm here for my my homies and gang 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 you know yeah (laughs) like it's it's just another cookie cutter song and you know there's nothing wrong with that like future does a great job with his, you know, cookie cutter stuff, but like you said in the uh, in the Logic podcast, uh, I forget who you were referencing, but they do it differently. I think it was uh, Pusha T. I think you were talking yeah. about how he talks about drugs, yeah, and how he does it differently enough to where it's always interesting, yeah. But this literally was just another cookie cutter right song that you know, like, and and he just seemed lost about it as himself. Uh, it didn't really come together, but. Uh, the beat was all right, and, you know, like Hobson said, that shit was hard, though, bruh. <laughs> yeah, um, so to me, like, this kind of first listen, and, and, it, and it still sticks with me to this day, um, uh, this reminds me of, like, a cousin of a 2000s Wayne track with, like, a little modern twist. Like, a lot of, a lot of Yachty's auto-tune on this record reminds me a lot of, like, 2000s Wayne, which is, which is kind of interesting. And, um, but it's, it's particularly strong on this track, and... You know, like you said, I kind of echo everything you pretty much said. Also, I want to take time to say, YG, after that Still Brazy album, which I love, I love it a lot. I still, last week I was actually just listening to it just out of pure random. I wanted to go back and visit it because I love it so much. And I was so disappointed by his feature on here. Like, it was, it was so, um, it was so just lackluster. It was just like, you know, he starts off the verse by saying, I fuck with you, Yachty, or something like that, yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. like, and it's just like, and then he says it again. It's like, all right, like, come on, like, why? I know you're YG, like, you can, you can make a record bounce. Like, he's got that, he's got that, that club, he's got that club sound going. Like, anything YG hops on, he can make it bounce. And so I was kind of disappointed. I was, I was looking at the track listing, and I was like, okay, this song's gonna be a nice song that'll bounce. But you know, YG didn't deliver. He didn't bring what he needed, and you know, Yachty just kind of. You know, I like the hook, but overall, I'm not really coming. I'm not really coming back to this this record too much. Um, like like you said, I think that's going to be a common theme here. But yeah, I I just think that this song it, it is one of those songs where, and you'll see this throughout the whole album, is that Yachty. You definitely see Yachty's influences. Yeah. And so um, yeah, again, this kind of reminds me of a 2000s Wayne track with a little modern twist i mean how do you feel about that uh i definitely i didn't pick that up initially but now that you brought it up i definitely can see it um he almost to me 
like comes across as a uh, a happier, more drugged out Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 influence is definitely there. Uh, the auto tune sound is definitely um, kind of on par with that same genre or yeah. that same uh, time frame of Wayne's. Yeah. Um, and yeah, with the whole YG thing, I I almost feel like. YG dumbed down his performance to kind of match up to Yachty. I right. feel like he didn't want to take the track over, which is weird because he's done that in the past with other, yeah. other tracks and other features. So, like, it's almost like he played down on purpose, but I don't know why he would do that because yeah. he has the, the potential, especially yeah. as an established artist, to just take over whatever he's on. Yeah, and and one thing about YG is, like, and you bring up a good point. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because I feel the same way with that he kind of did dumb it down is that YG is the type that wants to have the best verse and everything and to me it almost seemed like it almost seemed like this was like this could have this whole YG verse could have just been a public statement and he could have just publicly said I fuck with Yachty he didn't need to feature on Yachty's album because like his verse was you know I fuck with you Yachty but it's like okay you could have just said that publicly right like, bring some bring an element to a song like yeah. bring something to the song and it was just kind of like it was kind of like the whole thing could have been read as like a prompt statement, you know what I'm saying? As yeah. opposed to like his publicist just yeah. wrote it down and he just you know stood up in front of a podium and said, "I yeah. fuck with you, Yanni." Exactly. And that could have been the whole thing. It, exactly, and that was basically the the verse. So that was kind of disappointing for me for as a YG fan. Um, so, anyways, uh, I I want to hop into another song of mine, and I will I will um I'll start with uh, Peekaboo, which is um you know one of, I believe it was the very first single released off this album. And um, all I got to say, man, is it's a perfect Migos feature. They come in, really carry the song. Yachty shines on the hook. I hated it at first, but now I've, I've grown to kind of love it. Um, it. It's just like the first time I was just like, this is so weird. But it, as I kept listening to Peekaboo, Peekaboo, it, it, it got me. And so I was, I was really into it. Um, I really like the hook now. But um, honestly, though, even though Yachty comes through with, with uh, with a with a solid hook, it was just an okay verse. But Migos is the one that makes the song. Like this song, is not good. Is not good without Migos. And this is definitely to me like kind of like a carbon copy, bad and bougie track. Like that's really just my thoughts. I don't really, um, I don't really have anything else to elaborate on. Essentially, just the fact that Yachty had an okay verse. He had a really strong hook. But Migos really makes this record. You know, honestly, I, I think the same thing. It's almost, it's a Migos track that Yachty somehow got the rights to. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely agree. You got the whole Bad and Bougie thing where they kind of carried uh, Uzi Vert as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, honestly, I, I initially hated both of them, uh, Uzi Vert and Yachty, the same. Yeah. But, you know, not to be completely off topic, but Uzi Vert actually, to me, has has grown since I first initially heard him. And I almost, oh, I, I definitely prefer him over Yachty at this point. Interesting. Um, I never thought I'd ever actually say that in yeah. my life because I still think they're both not that great. But uh, I definitely think Uzi Vert is, is on his way to being a lot better. I hope Yachty can turn it around and make me actually like him. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, definitely Migos carried this. They made it definitely super catchy just like they do with all their other hooks it becomes a phrase and a trend and people pick up on it and it becomes you know the next thing like bougie is now a term people use yeah um back to uh pipe it up that used to be a thing yeah so i mean they they make songs that stick in your head and people will continue to use their terminology for a while so yeah. that is peekaboo term, yeah. a term? Is peekaboo a term that we're going to come back to? Yet. I don't I, think so. I hope not. Yeah, I don't think it is. it has potential just because of Migos' charm and, and <laughs> yeah. just how they do what they do. They repeat it yeah. so much, it's stuck in your head forever. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully not, but it, it's one of those songs that has potential to be a thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, perfectly summed up, man. Uh, like like we said, is Migos really makes a song. Um, that's basically the greatest takeaway I have from that song, but Yachty, Yachty does have a, a really good hook, but again, it's it's on the Bad and Bougie track, it's Migos delivering the hook, and they just, like you said, they had that charm, they make it more, maybe it, if it was flipped, and they were saying peekaboo, maybe it'd be more catchy, like, I don't know. Probably. I don't know, it's interesting, but I, I do like I do like it, um, the hook has grown on me, but anyway, it's just a fun song, it's a, it's a radio song, it's a modern 2017 hit, like, 
yeah in hip-hop that's unfortunately yeah that, exactly <laughs> that's it is what it is um you know it's a very surface level song it's a fun song it's you know so when you're taking it in context it is what it is and it's 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 not a bad song it's one of the better records on here i think personally yep so um go ahead and uh i know you got one more track you want to jump into so go ahead and jump into that one all right cool so we did all around me we did better my last track i wanted to talk about is dirty mouth yeah and this song it stood out to me because the beat freaking bangs yeah compared to the rest of the album um you know it's definitely got that club banger potential i would say that this is the hardest track on the album in my opinion um you know, it has a little bit of grit to it, which yeah. I kind of liked. It, it kind of went from, like, he's very poppy on most yeah. of this album, and it comes to this one, and it's like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and then one line that really stood out to me, he, uh, he's talking about how he's making M's, and he goes, I'm talking about the letter before N. I'm like, oh, my God, you ruined yeah. it for me. But yeah. it was it was pretty funny. I actually, I got a laugh out of it, but I still, I actually kind of appreciated the song uh, because... You know, it was a little bit different than the rest of you know, the whole poppy feel, and yeah. and uh, it, it was more of a of a gritty hip hop track to me. You know, it was yeah. it was one of those where I could listen to it and like not completely hate it. Um, it was it was a song where he kind of found a sound instead of kind of like for the rest of the album. I felt like he was a little lost. This yeah. one actually had kind of a like a feel and something that he stuck to for an entire track, except for that one line. Yeah. So. It, it felt like a a track that wasn't just thrown together. Like like he actually uh, maybe worked with a producer or something and, and planned it out better than most of the other tracks. They kind of seemed thrown together, but this one had a kind of a, I don't even know how to put it really. They ju- it just worked yeah better than most of the other songs. I agree, and you know I I actually initially had different thoughts. I actually um I have my notes up here, and I actually didn't delete this bullet point. But um one of the things you spoke on was how Yachty kind of found this sound. The first time I listened to it, it sounded uncomfortable. Like he did sound uncomfortable on this record to me. But you know as I listened it, you know okay I I I I get it. I get Yachty. Yachty doesn't sound. But the first time it just kind of sounded something sounded off to me. But as I listened to it more. You're right. I liked it a lot. It was very aggressive. It reminded me a lot of Amigos track, honestly. Um, but you know, Yachty at full flex. Little Boat is his alter ego, um, where he his rapper alter ego is what he calls it. So like, okay. Um, so, you know, he he's flexing on this track. He's doing his thing, and you know, he's. I mean, it's it's not he's not the greatest at flexing. Not 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 really at all. But you know, it's it's a solid verse. It's a it's aggressive beat. He rides. He rides the beat pretty well, and you know, I think, I and it's not a terrible verse. It's not like even if you look at it lyrically, it's like he's got a few lines here and there. Yeah. He's got some throwaway lines, but he's also got some lines where you're kind of like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. okay. I'll give I'll give you that yeah. one here. Point for you. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So. so, um, you know, I I like this track. I would agree with you. It would be, it would be on. I wouldn't put it as a favorite, but it'd definitely be on the better half of the album for me. Yeah, as far as as far as Lil Yachty goes, I wonder, I wonder because we see this with you know Dirty Mouth and um, DN Freestyle, which I'll jump into next, as well as some other songs. Is that, um, you know, he's kind of like he's kind of balancing this duality of the little boat flexing like aggressive hip hop, and like the poppy, like you said, feel like the yeah. say my names, the better, you know, and and all of all of those tracks, and so um, it's interesting to see how that balance changes as he changes um so that that's something interesting to look out for and i'll kind of discuss more in the um in the overall thoughts of the album but to me uh if you're ready we can jump into dn freestyle let's do it all right so dn freestyle you know uh, um unfortunately i don't really have much more to add to it other than uh, other than what i said on dirty mouth because it is a very aggressive flex track this is a track though that yadi um this one was the second track and it woke me up right away. I was just like, oh, okay, like, this is where we're going. This is not where I thought Yachty was going to go. Right. And so, um, you know, I expected, you know, the, the the second or third song to sound like Broccoli. But I was right, like, right. okay, DN Freestyle, which stands for uh, Digital Nas, which is uh, one of the people he works with. And um, it's just a very, it's just a very aggressive flex I think it's his, I think it's his best verse on the album. Um, you know, that might be debatable, but to me, it's his best verse. So I think he came through, and it was a nice it was a nice wake up, and 
if you're a hip hop head, I think it, it, you know you definitely prefer the lyrical shit over the over just the the melodic uh, the melodic stuff. Then I w- I would definitely say that DN Freestyle is probably his best lyrical uh, his best lyrical content on the album. And I think that if you're if you're if you prefer lyrics and you want to check out Yachty, then I think that's a song to check out. Okay, I'll give you uh, I'll give you that the beat bangs. Yeah, the beat is good. The beat is great on this song. Um, it's uh, it's more you know of his of his basic uh, flex and shit. You know, yeah. more basic rap flex and shit. Um, it wasn't. I'd actually disagree. I don't think this song was really that great. It, to me, it sounded like if. Like I'm not trying to give myself any credit, but you know, I, I'm not really comparing to a very talented rapper in my opinion. But it sounds like something I could have thrown a beat out of my car and probably freestyled something yeah. the same. And and that's you know like obviously I'm not very great. I'm just a yeah. kid in the Midwest. So uh, it it just sounded you know like uh, I guess I can I guess I can give him credit because he's just a 19 year old kid freestyling yeah. on a beat. But you know he's got some commercialization and a deal and yeah. money and stuff so he should probably be a little better than that but it just sounded like some kid who found a microphone and a beat and wanted to try freestyling um i really didn't think it was all that impressive but then again the last song that i listened to with freestyle and it was backseat freestyle yeah <laughs> and Fair that's enough. that's far superior yeah. um back not not exactly on this track but back to lyricism or something that uh that I thought sounded really cool, "Lady in Yellow." Uh, that one was one of the other songs that uh, that kind of came together coherently. Uh, like, what song are they talking about? Like, uh, "Dirty Mouth," where uh, you know, like that one was kind of it came together and it was pretty coherent. He had a feel, he had a vibe. Yeah. So between the two of those, I would say those are probably my favorite lyrically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely Dion Freestyle. The beat was great. And uh, I could see it being something that would be a good introduction to Yachty, just because uh, it, you get the feel of how he is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it wasn't amazing in my opinion, but nothing on this album really was that impressive. So this would be a good place to start if you wanted to listen to Yachty. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, one of the things I want to say about DN Freestyle and this ties into a bigger picture and this will be like kind of the bridge to overall thoughts and this is we talked before we got on air and one of the things we talked about was Yachty's appearance on the complex show which you said you didn't see um and one of the biggest things which you might have seen a clip about it or an article about it was that um Yachty said in there or sorry Yachty and Joe Budden when they were conversing Joe asked Yachty if he was in a 360 uh, which you know you know what a 360 deal is right yeah. it's basically where it's basically where the the label has their hand in everything you do yep they have they, they have uh, they get money from everything you do because essentially those started because rappers started making money outside of album sales and because albums weren't doing too well in the 2000s albums started dip as far as like people weren't buying albums no more people weren't buying music because of limewire and then you know obviously that was like the precursor to streaming and so with with those with those being said and album sales being hurt labels needed to recoup their money so they would you know make rappers sign deals where they had their hands in everything that they could do and so that the labels could kind of make up for that lost money that they get from album sales and so where i'm going with this is that when joe asked yachty if he was in a 360 deal Yachty didn't know what a 360 deal was, which means you're probably in a 360 deal. And, you know, throughout that whole um, episode, Yachty is bragging about how business savvy he is. And we talked about this on the quarter pot a lot. This was a huge discussion because Yachty's business acumen that he claims he has was really, I was really taken aback. I'm like, dude, you don't even know your own deal. Then he tried to walk it back on Twitter and saying, you know, I just wasn't familiar with the term, but he was saying things that, that made no sense. He's like, I already recouped my money. And it's like, you recouped your deal? Like, what do you what do you mean? Like, did you start off in debt and have to work your way out of it? Like, how did this deal work? And so, um, so you know, Yachty just didn't really seem aware. And so 
when I'm listening to tracks like DN Freestyle, like Dirty Mouth, where Yachty's, you know, flexing about his money and everything, and I'm not denying that he had that he doesn't have money. He does, but it's just how much money does he really have and how much of a businessman is he if he doesn't really know what his own deal is. And so all these all these tracks he's talking about bragging about his business business acumen, sorry, and all these other things. I'm kind of starting to be like I'm. I find a hard time buying into it because I'm like, dude, do you even really know what you're making? Do you have your hands on everything? Do you have your hands on all of your money? Do you are you are you knowing where your money's coming from? Who's getting what from your money? Uh, you know, like how are you dividing everything and and all that? Like he, it just it doesn't seem to be. It doesn't seem to be something that Yachty has a full understanding of, but yet when Joe asked him what separates him from Will Uzi and all the other rappers, is he said his business. So to me, it was it's just a very interesting discussion, and it's something that is kind of that worries me as someone who doesn't want to see Yachty just be completely broke in, in three years because uh, because the label just totally screwed him financially. So with that being said, I. I just it, it it made it hard to buy into to a lot of these records. I can agree with that. Um, like he said earlier, I didn't see this interview. I, I saw some you know tweets about it and stuff, but I didn't uh, actually see the official interview. Um, but I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, just based on what I heard in the album, a lot of it sounds like you know he's taking influence from other rappers and he's just kind of saying stuff i don't know if he actually is backing it up with anything but uh like i don't know how much money he makes i don't know how much money he's worth but uh in dirty mouth he says you know he's making m's which means millions um <laughs> thank so, you for that yeah thank you for that elaboration yeah i mean i don't know if he's making millions it, I, I don't think he's to that level yet he says he's on the forbes list i don't know if he's to that level yet but God, if he's on the Forbes list already with one album and he's this level of quality, then I don't have a lot of hope for the future of hip hop. To be completely honest, old head Alex, old head Alex. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> all right, let's jump into overall thoughts. So um, I'll let you. I'll let you start. You kind of. You kind of started and you've kind of sprinkled your thoughts. So um, go ahead and say what you need to say about this album. All right, so. Um, obviously, you guys have been able to tell by now I'm not a huge fan, uh, or a fan in general. Uh, I, I didn't have high hopes for this album. He definitely did not shine to me. Um, the album was all over the place. Uh, he didn't seem like he knew what he wanted to talk about. He didn't seem like... He almost didn't even seem like he was really into it. He felt like I kind of felt like he was just going through the motions. Uh, just with the lyrics or, or what have you. Um, that might just be his style. He might just try and sound like he's not interested, like how Drake and Future kind of have that, uh, I'm too cool for this thing going on, but they, they've been doing it for a while. They know what they're doing. So I, I like to try and keep in mind that this guy is one of the first uh, rappers to be raised through uh, hip-hop that isn't really... You know, I guess I guess the the uh, era I'm thinking of is is someone who's raised with rap through the 2000s, yeah, and uh, and stuff like that. Where it's not the same kind of rapper that was raised through you know 80s and 90s where you got Pac and Biggie. This guy's influences probably aren't them. They're probably more like early Lil Wayne, like you said, and uh, and rappers who their their feel was more you know I don't care I'm too cool for this I'm on drugs I'm getting money. Ringtone era, Soldier Boy, all exactly, that stuff. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So he's following that era of rap, which is producing a completely different yeah, product bling, than bling I'm used to. Yeah, called, exactly. Yeah. So he's not the kind of artist I'm used to hearing, uh, which might be why I'm so opposed to it. Um, I, I just I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's Fair all. Enough. That's that's the easiest way to say it. I didn't like it. I don't really like his feel and flow but he's a young dude this is his first album hopefully he can get better all right yadi i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a little balance if you're listening to this so overall i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you it's not a good album but i do see potential i like a lot of the hooks except that terrible abc harley quinn track like that was just the, the abc flow the abc production everything but anyways the production on this album is solid on almost every track uh but this whole album 
with each listen and each song, I find myself looking forward to hooks as opposed to songs as a whole. Now, Yachty does have some solid verses, like I said, like the end freestyle, in my opinion, I like, and some others, um, as well as Dirty Mouth, he, he did well on that too. Uh, but he almost always outshines them with his hooks. And so that's why I think Yachty has the potential to be, at, at this point in his career, he has the potential to be a very good feature artist. And I think that's where he best fits is on a hook with maybe a verse on other people's tracks. But Yachty does have potential to me if he can connect the dots because it seems like with this Teenage Emotion out, there was, there was a, a gaps. You could see the gaps in, in his in his talent and you could see his the gaps in his strengths and weaknesses. But if he can find a way to connect the dots, I think he can make he can become a solid artist, not just a, an average artist, but a solid artist. And the kid is 19, so he's far from finished. Uh, I think as Yachty matures, his music will become more polished. Uh, the interesting dynamic, which I spoke of earlier, was the Lil Yachty uh, versus Little Boat. And Lil Boat is, like again, that rapper alter ego. Uh, and it delivers some nice verses. And I think there's a place for that, though the rest of his music, like, um, like X-Men is hard. Uh, but I think most of his popular music and the best music he will always make will be the more melodic and smooth, uh, but moody Yachty. And I think he needs to, he needs to find ways, like you said, Drake and Future. They've been doing it for a while. They know how to craft it and make it well-rounded. And I think that Yachty can fit, not in their particular lane, but kind of someone he reminds me of, which is crazy because I love this artist a lot. And um, he had a phenomenal album, and that's Isaiah Rashad. Um, the Sun's Tirade was a phenomenal album, in my opinion. But, like, he had this very... Uh, did you hear that album, by chance? Oh, yeah. No, I yeah. did. I, I actually, when you said that, I kind of sat back a little bit. Yeah. Like, really? You hear a connection between those two? Yeah, like, I, I so. think that's where he can be, is that moody, kind of, like, very just, um, you know, like, moody, but smooth. Uh, smooth and kind of, like... Isaiah Rashad kind of is a mumble rapper, but he's kind of not. And so, like, I, I kind of see where Yachty can kind of become that as he becomes more polished. Um, I don't think he'll ever be that level of, of talent, but I think he, he has the potential to be in that lane and, and, and make that fit. And honestly, uh, honestly, I can't help but seem like Yachty, QC, and Atlantic didn't know what direction to go. Um, and, and that's evident by 21 tracks and no sonic consistency throughout the album. People talk about you know Drake doing 20 tracks, which I'll, t I'll talk about in a minute. But um, there's a reason Drake does that. And Yachty, it seems like it seems like there was no sonic direction, there was no consistency for this album. But um, but again, that that other reason I'm talking about, and I've been saying this on my podcast forever. I don't know if, how where you are with the streaming rules, but essentially, labels and big artists like Drake are choosing to make many tracks in an album because of the new streaming rule, which is a, roughly a thousand five hundred streams for a song equal one album sale. And so the more songs you have, the more streams you have, that's hence more album sales. Yep. And so again, it's it's raising that we're in an era where cuz honestly at this point in Yachty's career, he doesn't need a hour and 9 minute album. Right. With 21 tracks. He doesn't need that. He needs to, you know, like Lil Boat was a nice, I believe it was 13 songs like 40 minutes or 48 minutes. That's that's kind of where he needs to be right now at, at, until he grows and matures. But, you know, judging by Yachty and listening to many in this track, many of the tracks in this album, Yachty brags about the money he has and that, you know, it, it, it so it seems to me that, like, that he, I don't know if he was aware of this because I don't, again, I question his business acumen because of everything that's transpired with the Complex show. But Yachty might have... He might have been aware of this, but the label is definitely aware of this, and that is the that is that the more tracks you have, the more the more you can uh, the more streams you'll get, the more album sales you'll get. And I think Yachty is desperately trying to go platinum with this album. He's really, really hoping to go platinum so that he can have that in his back pocket, saying that I have a platinum album, which is becoming less and less relevant by the day uh, because of the streaming rule. But essentially. Essentially, that was something that was a huge concern of mine, uh, and it, and I definitely and I knew that from the jump when I looked at when I finally found the track list and it was 21 tracks. I was like, okay, 
I know where he's going with this, but but then when I, like I said, when I was listening, I didn't see any type of evidence of consistency. Did you um, see anything? Yeah, uh, no, not really. I, I wanted to to give this album at least you know a shred of credit. Yeah, I just it wasn't consistent to me, uh, except for it was consistently all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Um, but you know, like we mentioned earlier, you know, he's 19, first album. He's trying to adhere to these new rules, and you know, he's got to get the uh, the streaming to stay relevant because that's the new wave of music. So right. having all these tracks thrown together like they were makes sense, kind of, if you're yeah. thinking about it in a way where he needs the streams to go platinum, he needs the streams to stay relevant. So by releasing more tracks, even if they aren't that great. He can still, you know, rise higher up because of the new rules. So, yeah. And um, another thing is, I don't want to call it biting necessarily because biting is a harsh term that I save. And uh, though I have used it frequently on Logic because I believe there's a difference between what Logic and Yachty are doing. But Yachty is very clearly inspired by 2000s pop, bling, rap. um, And it's very clear he has influences from Wayne, like you said. other people I took away from more modern artists. He, he's definitely inspired by Migos. He, you know, he's definitely inspired by Travis Scott um, and, and even Drake a lot um, with the with the Bring It Back, which kind of sounded like a like a distant cousin of Find Your Love, um, Drake's big hit when he was young. But I mean, moving forward with this album, to tie up my last thoughts on this album is that. Because this album is Teenage Emotions, I wish Yachty would have executed the theme better because on Complex, you know, like we said, he talked about making this a theme. He he made it seem like there was a theme, there was a concept to it, that he was the outcast of hip-hop, that he had all these outcasts on the cover. And I thought this could have been a really dope album concept. And I know this album is all over the place, and that's what Teenage Emotions are. But to me, honestly, that's not a solid enough connect. Um, he, he had to go deeper with this. Uh, and try and make it a more conceptual album, and I think he could have done something really good. Um, but I I didn't get, and, and also these outcasts that he claimed to represent, I didn't get any of that from this album. I didn't take away anything that you know, was referencing that or making him be, in some sense, a political figure or a, um, or a figure for that, for that community of quote-unquote outcasts in society. But overall, I'm not mad. The kid is 19. He had a quick ascension to fame, to superstardom, pretty much. And before he, before he's even polished, he's been, cause he's been thrown into the superstar realm. And so I'm not mad. He's experimenting. This is his debut album. He needs to find his way. And he is a kid, everyone. So honestly, just keep that in mind, Yadi. Keep doing what you're doing and try and push the boundaries. You know, you can continue to experiment with music, and I think you should, but I, but you don't need to include all 21 tracks. This could have been condensed to 14, and you could have found what worked and what didn't and kind of cut that because an artist knows. They, 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 they usually know but when, before they release something how it's going to be received and if it works or if it doesn't because they have people that they bounce it off of and just artists have a feel for their own for their own music, so... Moving forward, and I do want more personal tracks like all all you had to say, which I didn't get to bring up in the in the podcast, but that's fine. Uh, so I I want Yachty to become a more well rounded artist, and I think he can. And I think that this this album was a step in the right direction because I think this was a maybe not necessarily a flop, but a de- definitely a disappointment. And I think this will make him reevaluate and realize that he has to come with something really good next time and that um, he's learning what works and what doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, back to your uh, your influences, or his influences that you found and pointed out, uh, I didn't get to bring up, but in Forever Young, uh, definitely the first thing I wrote down was, he sounds like a happier, shittier Travis Scott. Yeah. And, and, like, and that sound kind of carries through the whole thing. Um, but when you said you couldn't find uh, a connection uh, yeah. for the teenage emotions... And like the the mani- or not maniacal, but the uh, where the basically the album was everywhere. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying in um, in all around me. Yeah. Where 
the whole philosophy of that song kind of came down to like shitty millennial philosophy yeah and like all of that so i hope that's not what he was trying to tie to teenage emotions and and the people on the cover being outcasts because i mean the outcasts of society technically according to the news and everything is millennials yeah and the millennials that everybody hates are the ones that only care about the material objects and you know like i don't give a shit i'm just gonna go get money right so you know, I'm not trying to generalize because generalization is like the enemy of everything. But yeah. if he's going that route, I really think he went the wrong way with it. Um, I would hope that that's not ex- what he was actually going for. But that's the only connection I could have kind of pieced together from from teenage emotion and the cover and all of that. So that's the only connection I have for that. Um, it just it wasn't cohesive. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I agree. Um... I think we have we have some more thoughts on this album, but um, let's jump into rating and favorite tracks. I'll let you start. Give me your rating, and then you know three to four favorite tracks, or maybe less. Okay, well, I kind of split my ratings up a little bit, and then just took an average. So basically, the the quality of content, I just gave it a one out of ten because it, it was just everywhere, and I didn't really care for how he how he put his stuff together. As far as like a banger club rating, because I feel like that's what he was maybe trying to go for. I gave that a three out of ten. I feel like the production was fine, but just his his subject matter wasn't good enough to carry it. Like like how you talked about Pusha T before and how he has content that changes up. I feel like every song he had where he was trying to flex used the same content, and he didn't even really try and mix it up. It was the same yeah. topics, the same you know patterns. So overall, that makes the album a 2 out of 10. I'm not going to listen to it again. I really hope that if this guy stays in the limelight, he gets better. But if his 15 seconds of fame are done, I hope somebody can step up and take his place with better, uh, better content. Yeah, I mean, Roddy, Yadi, sorry, Yadi, I am rooting for you. Um, I never want to see an artist fail, despite um, despite all my all my artists that I dislike. Maybe I can, maybe if I really think about it, I can name a few artists that I'd like to fail, but. Anyways, I, Yachty, I'm rooting for you. You're a kid. You're figuring it out. I'm giving you a 4 out of 10. Um, my favorites off this album are just X-Men and Peekaboo. Um, you know, honestly, after that, I'm kind of struggling to find another favorite. Those are the only two I think I'll come back to. Maybe DN Freestyle every every now and then, but I doubt it because if I want flex tracks, um, I'm going to a different artist. I'm not going to Yachty. Um, the Yachty... The Yachty Lane that you tried to drive, there was nothing that was as strong as Broccoli, and I was surprised you didn't try to follow. I actually commend you for that, um, that you didn't try and just make an album full of Broccoli's, um, and that you didn't build around that, that you tried to do different things. And so I appreciate that. Like I said, you're 19, you're figuring it out, you're allowed to be experimental, you know, just um, continue to experiment because I don't think anything on here I, I don't think there's anything that made you uh, that made me think that you found your wave, you found your lane, and go go into that. I think you got to continue to experiment, and I think that a lot of that experiment should stay in house. You don't have to keep releasing music. Um, you just keep experimenting, keep uh, digging, keep recording, and just trying to find things and study study 2000s Wayne a lot because I think that that's someone that can help you and as well as Migos and Travis guys that you clearly already influenced by but i would suggest that you study them more and you know dive out of the realm of who you of who you know and who you uh who you you listen to and who you grew up on study other hip-hop artists and learn learn what works and because you know believe it or not there can be things you can take from maybe ice cube and incorporate them in your own different unique way and it can work so um, just kind of, just kind of diversify your, diversify your, your music, um, and I think that that can go a long way, and that can develop you as an artist. And I think that, I think that you do have a future. Um, I think at the very least, you're a solid feature guy, um, and you can come through and, and maybe give some, um, give some life to, uh, to features, uh, especially your collabs with Migos. I look forward to those. Um, you know, a Travis Scott collab I'd be interested in. Uh, so I, I think, I think that Yachty has a future in this, in this game, but he definitely, you definitely have to develop Yachty and that's pure and simple. So I'm giving you a four out of 10. Like I said, 
my favorites are X-Men, Peekaboo, and DN Freestyle. Gotcha. I forgot to mention my favorite. If I had to pick one, I'd probably go with Lady in Yellow. That might be the only track I'd go back to to listen again. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So, all right. So we'll 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 jump off. Um, and also, Yadi, real quickly, I wanted to say that I have to give you uh, more credit for being um, self-aware. You were pretty self-aware on this album. Um, you did show a lot of self-aware moments. So I think you're I think you're very smart. You're very aware of yourself. But I think you have to. Um, so I think you'll you'll learn what works and what doesn't, and I think you you will take away. I, I'm confident that you'll know what was a success from this album and what wasn't. And you know you you might not ever appeal to me, but I think that I think that you have potential and that I think that you are very self-aware. So that's one thing I did want to point out that I forgot to point out earlier. So moving forward and wrapping up this podcast, Alex, I want to thank you for coming on, man. Um, you know this was. A long time coming. We talked about collabing for a while, and we finally got to collab. So, um, how's it feel? First podcast, right? Uh, it's actually my second podcast. I was on the Gooder Guys radio talking about a uh, movie I was going to be producing. But oh, okay, uh, I do enjoy podcasts. I definitely appreciate you bringing me out. Uh, if you guys liked what I had to say, let them know. I'll come back for sure. If you didn't like me, freaking let them know, and I won't ever come back. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. yeah. Yeah, um, man, you do great. You do great work. Um, you know, you kind of alluded to the fact that you're in movie production and everything. So why don't you go ahead and plug your Twitter? Because um, he's going to be someone that we talked before we got on air, and he is someone who's going to be who I'm going to be consulting as far as when I launch in June uh, next next month when I launch all of the uh, all of the ChrisPlatty.com and everything and and the video podcast and everything. Because I know you definitely. I mean, like like we said, we, we go back, way back to high school film class together. Once again, shout out to the TV broadcast community. But, um, you know, I'm definitely going to be consulting you because since day one you were a talent in that industry. And so I think that if anyone is looking for anything, you do a lot of YouTube uh, promo work and stuff too, right, and everything. So go ahead and talk about what you do. Sure, yeah. Well, I'm uh, six years in freelance video world. I've done everything from uh, from feature-length films to short films to music videos all the way down to YouTube stuff workout videos documentaries I've been all over the place I've been on TV I've been all in like uh, just I've done so much I can't even remember it anymore so <laughs> uh, a lot of cool stuff all over the place if you want to check out any of my content it's youtube.com slash Alexander Jacobson I think if not you can find me through my Instagram and Twitter at shoot Alexander one big word no underscores no nothing it's a pun. Don't actually shoot me. I use cameras to shoot footage. Okay, thank you. Very fun. See, already some lyrical content. I'm confident you could out out battle Yachty. But See, <laughs> if I got some stuff, man, I'll put it together. I will do. You know what? Make I'll a Yachty diss track. Yeah. Let him let him know how you really feel. <laughs> Make a Yachty diss track. What, what beat would you want me to use in a Yachty diss track? If you had to pick a beat off of this album, and I had to use that to make a diss track, what would you pick? Okay, I think I'll put that up as a poll for for my Twitter fans and everything and all, all, all right. the fans on Facebook. But, man, thank you for coming on. This was a blast. Um, sorry, Yachty, it was negative, but you know what? You know, that's our job to criticize, critique, and offer insight, offer our insight. So thank you, Alex, for coming on. Once again, I'm Chris Platty. You can find all my content on my Twitter. My Twitter is at RealChrisPlatty. It's C-H-R-I-S-P-L-A-T-T-E. Don't forget to spell, put the real before. If you don't know how to spell real, don't follow. Just kidding. Please follow. Uh, followers are welcomed. iTunes, Podbean, I'm on there. ChrisPlatty.com, come in June. Um, check out Dead End Hip Hop. Uh, that's my partner. We do great, we, uh, They do a lot of great work, and um, I'm going to have some of the Dead End Hip Hop crew back soon. Uh, Dead End Sports as well. Uh, is the mic still on? Off the bench. Those are great Dead End podcasts, but... As far as as far as my content goes, you can find all of it on iTunes or Podbean, and those links are in my Twitter, on my uh, on my bio, and my pinned tweet, so they're very easy. Like I said, ChrisPlatty.com coming next month. Um, something I talked about in a lot of podcasts. I will once I get closer to the date of release, I will I will announce the release date of everything, and I'll and I'll make a special announcement for everything of that. But I'm excited. I'm excited going forward. Uh, the Dead End Hip Hop partnership is going to be great. 
uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it a lot. It's already been it's already been a great experience so far, and I'm you know working with my idols, and that's great. So um, continue to support, continue to help the podcast grow. What really helps is leaving uh, five stars in a in a review on iTunes. That helps a lot because iTunes has an algorithm, and once I get a certain number of reviews, I'll be allowed to chart. And so once I once I'm on the charts, that will help obviously people find me a lot easier and everything. So Please leave reviews, uh, five star reviews preferably, and uh, if you leave a review, I will shout it out on, a, on an upcoming podcast. And if you guys have listened this far, please support Chris Platty. If Thank you, you. If you've listened this far, you know he's good. You know he's going places. Give him that rating. Follow him on all his stuff. If you're not already, I'm sure you are. If you're this far into the podcast, yeah. so follow my boy. Help him out. We're gonna get him to the top. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, man. Uh, so thank you for coming out once again. And again, this is Lil Yachty, Teenage Emotions, album review slash bashing, featuring Alex. Alex, you'll definitely be on soon. You did a good job, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.